Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read there anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. While you're there, I do encourage you to check out my other podcast. It's called Around the World in 80s Movies, obviously covering films of the 1980s, and you can check them all out. I've got over 100 reviews, at least at the time of this recording. You can check out anytime. You just go to Quipster.net, and you'll find the link. Today I'm going to be looking at a film that is getting some Oscar buzz. It is called Bombshell. It is a film that features some pretty notable actors here. Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie are the main stars. John Lithgow also appears in a sizable supporting role. It's an R-rated film. It does have sexual material and language throughout. The runtime is an hour and 48 minutes. In addition to those stars, Kate McKinnon, Mark Duplass, Connie Britton, Allison Janney, and Malcolm McDowell are also in the film. The director is Jay Roach, and the screenplay credited to Charles Randolph. Now, Bombshell is a somewhat loose recounting of the toxic and cultish and highly sexist atmosphere that permeated Fox News under the tenure of its CEO, Roger Ailes. Most of the events that take place in Bombshell occur in the year 2016 or so, during the middle of the presidential race that would culminate in Donald Trump's election. It's in this period that a fading Fox star named Gretchen Carlson would find herself on the outs at Fox, and she would end up filing an explosive sexual harassment charge against Roger Ailes, who was considered the most influential man in news at the time. That was a moniker that only fed into his own narcissistic notions of being special and above normal rules, something that would come into play as we come to find out in the course of this film. Fox News gave many women breaks in the news business. However, many of them were objectified. Ailes wanted them to show off a certain sex appeal on the air to deliver the news to their viewers. Gretchen Carlson in this film is played by Nicole Kidman, but the main star, if you go by screen time, is Charlize Theron as Megan Kelly. Kind of in a third wheel here is Margot Robbie. She co-stars as this composite character who is based on several of Roger Ailes' two dozen or so accusers. Her name is Kayla in the film. She's young and ambitious, devoutly Christian. She's a firm believer in the Fox News mission. She's also beautiful, and that's enough to catch Roger Ailes' eye. He ends up offering her a fast pass to success with the network if he can get something from this relationship in terms of, I don't know, sex or power exchange, the gratification of his ego, unquestioning loyalty, you name it he probably will gain more from the relationship. Although it is set in New York, much of the action had been shot in Los Angeles for the purpose of this film, the Los Angeles Times building here substituting for News Corps, primarily because Fox News would not let the filmmakers come by to shoot in and around their premises for obvious reasons. In addition to meticulous research in order to recreate the interiors of the Fox News offices, some sets were based on some sneaky photographs from people that they had surreptitiously film on the inside. The reason a closeness to authenticity is needed for the purpose of this film is that much of the power of Bombshell as a film comes through having us feel like we are there in the room with the characters undergoing their feelings and being tasked with certain demands of them that we might not get otherwise from a film that seemed like it was just a dramatization. I mean, we really feel like we are there in the room many times. One of the main reasons 
that many men within a company tend to not side with women who assert sexual harassment is because it's never happened to us. I mean, we've not witnessed it happening also. So we as men tend to not be as able to empathize. But Bombshell really does take us into this world of the female employee, at least at Fox News. And it does show the perpetual feeling of harassment and objectification that women have to deal with on a day-to-day basis in order to feel secure and have a chance to advance. It really is successful in that regard. Now, the notion to make a film came shortly after Roger Ailes' death in 2017. Annapurna Pictures took control of helping the project proceed forward. Charles Randolph was hired to come up with a script due to his prior work, especially in being the co-writer of The Big Short, another big political film that had Oscar buzz as well. The working title for the film, at least at that time, was called Fair and Balanced. Fair and Balanced being a reference to Fox News' one-time famous slogan. They later changed the film to Bombshell for the fact that this news story was a bombshell revelation for the news industry, and that was delivered by women at Fox News who were often hired because of their looks, making them also bombshells of a sort. Jay Roach here, the director, he was attached in 2018 after being approached by Charlize Theron herself. She took on a producer role at the behest of Jay Roach at the time he was approached. He thought that somehow women needed to be more involved in the decision-making in a sexual harassment film that was written and directed by men. He was brought in to take control of the film based on his experience with acclaimed political dramas. He made Game Change and Recount and All the Way and Trumbo and a lot of other actually very fine dramatic retellings of political events. Not long afterward, though, there was a major roadblock that would end up emerging, and Aperna Pictures dropped out of making the film two weeks prior to shooting being scheduled to begin. And with so many actors in this film, that was a very small window for the shoot. This ended up with the producers having to scramble to see if they could find a studio that was willing to pick up the financing to see it to completion, and several major studios did pass on it until Charlize Theron ended up pulling some strings with those she had worked with in the past, namely Bronze Studios, who signed on two days later, and Lionsgate stepped in to take on the distribution, so all ended up being well in the end. Although the film starts off by breaking the fourth wall, very similar to The Big Short in that regard, Bombshell does not stay in snarky mode throughout the rest of the film. Jay Roach here picks his spots as to when he thinks things should be stylized, and even then he sticks with using classic techniques, montage, and musical interludes to try to accentuate the tone and the tempo instead of trying to go for meta moments to engage directly with the audience in an inauthentic way. I think it's much more relatable to audiences to see what the women go through here than the nature of The Big Short, which was much more about economics that most people don't fully grasp. Although Roger Ailes' story of narcissism and how he corrupted those who came close to his orbit of power will be said to be kind of, in its own way, an indictment against Donald Trump. The film really does not go full bore in that direction. Although Trump does factor into the story because it's hard to avoid him. His relationship with Roger Ailes and the channel, as well as making Kelly's struggles at Fox come directly from challenging Trump at one of the televised debates due to his degrading comments about women. He gets taken up to the task, and in response, after the debate, Donald Trump actually did come after Kelly for it on Twitter and ironically calling her a bimbo and a lightweight. And in a CNN interview, he also made vague and indirect references to her possibly menstruating. I mean, the quote was, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, blood coming out of her wherever. He attributed that to being part of the reason why she seemed angry with him at the time. Now, with actual public figures, Jay Roach and Charles Randolph, 
decided to take an approach of trying to depict events as they actually happened or would likely have occurred behind the scenes, given what we know about these public figures, rather than try to shape the narrative artificially to drive home the main themes. So Bombshell, it was filmed in about five and a half weeks. It required about 230 scenes and around 100 speaking parts in the film. So quite a big project. Some of that had to be winnowed out to help the film get down to an economical 108 minutes runtime. And despite all of that, Jay Roach does end up slowing down the film when he should. He adds some silence into the world of fast-paced news and people don't interact while they're in the elevator. And that makes the silence somewhat deafening at the time. And there are appropriate times where he lets us feel the weight when the film calls for it. There's a tense scene between Kayla, played by Margot Robbie, and Roger Ailes, played by John Lithgow, in which he becomes insistent that she reveal more of her legs, and then a little more and a little more. Jay Roach does not let us in the audience off the hook during this scene, although Ailes ends up doing much worse that we don't see. Thankfully, we don't see that, and that only furthers the disturbing nature of this power interplay, given how revolting that we find just on how he crosses the line in that one scene, the level of discomfort during the scenes of sexual harassment and the bewildering vantage point of the non-supportive environment in the workplace is as palpable as I've seen in any film of this type. Now, adding two and a half hours of additional makeup chair time to start every day, Charlize Theron suggested the use of prosthetics and makeup to make her look almost exactly like Megan Kelly, despite the fact that Charlize Theron does, you know, she kind of resembles Megan Kelly quite a bit, enough to pass without having to do anything, but she adopts Megan Kelly's accent and her demeanor, as well as her looks here. She thought that those prosthetics, that makeup, would help her to disappear into the character if she looked into the mirror and saw Megan Kelly there instead of Charlize Theron playing Megan Kelly, especially in that distinctive nose and those cheekbones that she has. For the film... They worked with twice-retired makeup artist Kazuhiro, who had won an Academy Award for Best Makeup and Hairstyling in 2018 for his phenomenal work on Darkest Hour. He did the fat suit for Gary Oldman quite convincingly in that film. Lithgow also gets a fat suit to wear here. Lithgow did not want the prosthetics. He felt the opposite way that Charlize Theron did, and he thought that they would get in the way of his performance. However, they let him try it on, and once he saw that he would look wholly different without changing the way that he might express himself facially, he ended up getting sold on the idea, including wearing this lightweight fat suit constructed by four-time Oscar-winning costume designer Colleen Atwood. To the women, alone with him, or Roger Ailes ends up being a monster, but that side of him is not shown to every woman, and he can be generous, he can be benevolent, and even a hero in their corner at times. He's not shown as being a complete monster in this film. Even Megan Kelly appreciated Roger Ailes as an ally at times, even though she was still definitely leery of his monstrous advancements that made her very aware of who she was dealing with at all times. Now, as in many companies where sexual predators end up making big decisions for the company, women don't view each other as friends so much as the competition. They are rivals for promotions. They even feel more compelled to give in to the demands of those men who may be harassing them, knowing that if they don't, others will, and those others might actually get the job that they deserve. This is something that makes Bombshell prove to be a resonant film for women who might be currently working under such conditions or maybe have in the past they might feel more apt to band together instead of having to feel like they're suffering alone. And people who run companies will watch this film and think maybe they should clean house to make sure that things like this don't continue before they end up having to pay out millions to the victims. And not only to the victims, but to the disgraced CEOs or other bigwigs in the company that they have to force to leave for their violations that do harm to their brand. 
It's kind of an expensive proposition to deal with. Now, part of the crossover appeal of Bombshell will likely come from the fact that Megyn Kelly and Gretchen Carlson and these other women who are improperly treated are not feminists. They're not even liberal. In fact, the demographics of white women in the United States, they picked Trump to be president over a white woman like them despite all of his reported womanizing. So white women were with Trump, despite all of his foibles in that department. And yet these women, despite the fact that they were not feminist and not liberal, they ended up suing because they experienced treatment toward them that they considered being wrong and illegal and should not be legal. A man like Roger Ailes only viewed women's place in his company as far as how their sex appeal could translate to television ratings. He wanted skirt lines to go up. He wanted hair and makeup to be applied always in a very flattering way, and the bodies of his female on-air talent to be shapely. No surprise that his eye toward viewing his female staff as sexually desirable would also mean that he also looked at them that way when they were not on the television cameras, and he found great power in getting them to show even more just for him in his personal office. Now, on a couple of occasions, the women who are in the middle of contemplating whether they want to come forward with harassment allegations, they end up looking at their own daughters to try to determine whether perpetuating the toxicity of sexist work environments is worth the loss of career in the here and now to make it perhaps a better future for the world of girls and women tomorrow. It's that choice of throwing away one's career in the moment, reputation, loss of money, Is that worth doing what's right in denying someone's sexual favors or otherwise something that's very much in the headlines today? Whether you're looking at favors being done from Washington, D.C. to nearly every major corporation. I mean, it doesn't always have to be sexual. There is power interplays all over the place. And whether that's right or fair, that's something that the country is struggling with at this very moment. Now, Bombshell succeeds as a powerful look into the oppressive environment that women have had to deal with in many companies around the world in a way that few films have touched upon. And that's what leaves, I think, the most lasting impression in the end. There may be certain scenes that are uneven here and there. There There's some story angles that might seem unfocused or perhaps even some characters that might be deemed unnecessary, especially the use of characters that don't actually exist in real life. But I guess you could argue that those are necessary to show us what it might have been like behind the closed doors of Roger Ailes' office. I guess it's powerful in that way. But that unevenness does keep it, I think, from being in the upper echelon of fine movies of 2019. But I do think that it still remains a very effective and thought-provoking work that's full of unquestionably strong performances by a very talented troupe of actors who remarkably end up putting this human face and very much deeper emotional resonance to the reports that we often just read about happening in the news itself. So for all of that, I will give Bombshell three and a half stars out of four. Three and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that this is a good film, and I do recommend it to people who would like this kind of movie. If you like your dramas, you like any of these actors, or you just are interested in politics, or just really weighty issues that I think need an exploration on a much deeper scale, I do think that it ends up being a worthwhile sit for most people, and definitely something that you can argue and think about well after the end credits roll. So three and a half stars out of four is what I will give Bombshell. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you end up seeing Bombshell and you have your own takes on this, whether you agree, whether you disagree, or if you just have something that I may have missed in my review that you want to impart, you can find all of my contact information at my website. That's at quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. You can find links to my Twitter feed, Facebook page, Instagram. All of those are adequate ways of getting in touch with me. And until next time, thanks, everyone, and please enjoy your time 
anytime you get to go to the movies. 